It's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by Flick composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show.
Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Tom Sumner. Hope you enjoyed our Memorial Day special yesterday, paying tribute to those fallen uh, heroes and and also sort of kicking off the uh, unofficial start of summer as we do uh, for Memorial Day uh, in in Michigan and other parts of the country. I'm sure we got to now that we're unofficially into summer. This is the time when a lot of people take their trips. That's why I thought it was kind of fun to open with uh, Route 66. If I were heading out, I think I'd want to take a trip on Route 66. Um, but coming up today on the show. We're going to, coming up in the third half of our three-hour tour, we're going to talk with um, author Susan Lax, who has a new book. It's called A Heart's Landscape, An Invitation to the Garden of Moments. And it's a collection of uh, uh, poems and insights and so on. But she's, uh, she's a lot of fun. We'll be talking with her a little later in the show. Coming up in the middle of our three-hour tour, we're going to talk with a very interesting uh, lady from Johns Hopkins. And um, she's the uh, chair of the Department of Biochemistry and Molecular Biology at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. And she's going to talk about cancer, cancer research, um, and her book, Is Cancer Inevitable? And her name is Ashani Wiraratna, and she'll be joining me coming up in just a little while. But the first hour of our three-hour tour, we're going to talk about the impact of uh, inflation with uh, economist author and host of the Money Girl podcast, Laura Adams, will be joining me uh, by phone coming up in uh, in just a couple of minutes and talk about a, um, a recent study that was done and uh, what some of the uh, what some of the findings were and how big a concern inflation is. So uh, up next, Laura Adams. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program, and, and we're going to shift gears this hour and talk a little bit about uh, about the economy. Um, inflation is a growing worry for Americans across the country, and joining me by phone is one of the nation's leading finance, insurance, and small business authorities. She is author, and uh, she's an author and host of the uh, Money Girl podcast. Laura Adams is her name, and she joins me by phone. Good morning, Laura. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. It's great to be with you. Um, Laura, let's talk about how serious uh, inflation is right now and, and what impact it's having overall on the economy. It just seemed like it was a few weeks ago, and uh, we were hearing from 
people on Wall Street and in Washington that the economy was doing better than ever? Well, you know, the economy is in pretty good shape, but I will say that inflation is much too high. And, you know, inflation is in the eye of the consumer. If the consumer is feeling pinched, it's a problem. And we recently did a survey to find out how folks are feeling about inflation. And this is a survey from Sunbit that was conducted by the Harris Poll. And what we found is that 81% of Americans do feel financially squeezed. That's a lot of people. Well, yeah, um, let, me, 79%, let, me, let me back up before we get too far into the in, into more statistics. Let me let me back up a little bit. And when I hear um, the Wall Street people and when I read in the Wall Street Journal that that the economy is doing fine. And then you tell me 81% of Americans feel squeezed. There seems like there's a disconnect there. How can we have a good economy and then look at situations like the um, uh, baby formula shortage where people are standing in line almost like bread lines in the former Soviet Union? Yeah, there's a lot going on. And, and I think when people say the economy is in, quote unquote, good shape, what they really mean is that unemployment is low. You know, we have folks who are working. We have folks who are commanding higher wages, who are able to move around in the job uh, market right now and find good work, you know, find good paying jobs. However, as you mentioned, we're still having supply chain issues that are causing a lot of problems in many different industries. Um, so there's a lot of kind of irregularities happening happening right now that are, you know, kind of related to the economy, kind of related to COVID. Um, and we've got a ways to go to iron all those problems out. Um, interest rates rising, that, you know, layers on a whole other issue um, to the economy. And, and uh, I think there's a lot going on right now that, it's very frustrating for consumers. And certainly when people see prices going up at the grocery store, at the gas pump, um, et cetera, they're not going to be happy about that. So I agree with you. It, it is um, very counterintuitive to believe <laughs> and say, oh, the, the economy is perfect. Yeah, I, I when, hear, you know, I hear egg, people egg say. cost a lot more. I hear people say the economy is, uh, is, is roaring, the economy is doing well. And I just, I, I always whisper under my breath, not in my neighborhood. And it, it makes me yeah. wonder, Laura, are there two economies in the U.S.? One for the haves and one for the have-nots. Yeah, I think, and I think there's also an economy for retired folks. If you are not in the labor market, you do not have the ability to increase your income as prices go up. You are really feeling the squeeze. You know, if you are, uh, let's say, a, a family with a huge grocery bill, you're really feeling the squeeze. So it does depend on what you're buying, you know, what age you are, what your typical living expenses are like. Are you somebody that's driving a lot and using a lot of gas? Well, you're really feeling it. So, yes, I think there are, there are two economies, maybe even multiple economies, depending on your stage of life. Well, I was just thinking that, you know, there's the, the people that 
that have a lot of money, that have money to invest, that have money to buy things when prices were low. Uh, you know, those those people are doing great. They're doing fine. Um, we saw a lot of people make a lot of money during the uh, quarantine of, uh, of, of the pandemic over the last couple of years. You know, the... Um, the Gateses and the, you know, the um, Jeff Bezos types, you know, made a lot of money during the uh, the COVID shutdown while a lot of people were spending down their savings just trying to make ends meet because they were furloughed or their jobs dried up. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's no doubt. There are a lot of people who are hurting right now. And, you know, coming back to the, the data that we found in the survey, yeah. when 79% say they're going to be cutting back on wants, 67% say they're delaying necessary purchases. So things like going to the dentist, fixing your car, repairing things at home. Um, when folks are putting off and delaying those types of necessary services, we know that they are feeling a financial pinch. More about the economy with the uh, host of the Money Girl podcast, Laura Adams. Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines, since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places, so be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. 
Joe Biden from the Blue Lions. Dan Sterling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Actor, comedian Jonah Pody. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Annanick. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's, that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. Today. Hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview always. You, you, <laughs> it's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. And where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County. Where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. Hi. I'm State Representative Sarah Anthony. Our community and communities across the country are seeing a rise in gun violence. Firearm injuries are one of the leading causes of death among children. Parents, it is your responsibility to know where your firearm is at all times. First, lock your gun away somewhere safe. Also, make sure that it is disassembled and unloaded. It's up to us to prevent gun violence in our community. This is Congressman Dan Kildee, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. More about the economy with the uh, host of the Money Girl podcast, Laura Adams. Straight ahead. I was really surprised as soon as there there was a chip shortage, and it became difficult to finish manufacturing new cars. Used cars prices just skyrocketed. That's right. And so, you know, looking at, um, that was another statistic in the study that 26% say they are delaying a car purchase. Uh, And I'm sure it's because both new and used cars have just, uh, as you said, skyrocketed in value. So, you know, that's an area where that's very unusual. You know, how often do you remember driving by a car lot and not seeing any cars there? You know, that's an unusual situation for the United well, States. We typically <laughs> that, have a surplus of cars. Again, again, that's one of those not-in-my-neighborhood scenarios, Laura, because being based in uh, Flint, Michigan, we have... Um, cars that have been built but can't be shipped off to dealers because they don't have the chips so so there are parking lots just packed full of new cars waiting to be completed yeah that it's very interesting it it is it's it's a weird sight 
Yeah, absolutely. And and where I am in Florida, you know, I'll drive by park the, the auto dealers and there are barely any cars there. Right. So it it does depend where you are and in, in your kind of local market. Well, here it's it's just different because this is where the cars get made. But they never leave here if they're not finished. So they're piling up here, not getting to dealers, not getting to customers, you know, because we can't get them finished yet because we don't have the chips. Let me let me ask this with all of what we've just talked about in terms of of uh, the different facets of the American economy and who's doing well and who who isn't doing well. What does this um, oh this survey um, this study tell us that people should do to protect themselves? I mean, is it is it wise to hold back on wants and and try and focus just on the things that we absolutely need? Um, uh, are there things that people should do in terms of any investments they have cashing in on those should people buy should people rent are are there ways to react to what's going on that might help people ride this out i do think there are some smart strategies that folks can use right now one of them is just living within your means you know, making sure that you have cut unnecessary spending, making sure that you can continue to save, put some money in savings, save for retirement, kind of maintain good financial habits. Um, I hear from folks who say, oh, well, you know, prices are going up, so I'm not going to contribute to my 401k, you know, at work anymore. Well, that's a bad move. We want to continue investing for the future. Um, putting the brakes on that is very detrimental to your financial security. So cutting back every way you can on unnecessary expenses so that you can continue to save and invest is really the way to go. Plus, if you've got debt, this is the time that you want to really scrutinize it. In a rising interest rate environment, your credit cards, which are variable interest rates, are going to get more expensive. So if you're carrying credit card debt from month to month, be aware that it's only going to cost you more if you're holding on to it. So having a plan to get out of debt as quickly as possible, um, thinking about maybe tackling debts from highest interest rate to lowest interest rate, that can be a good strategy to make sure that you are saving as much interest as possible. And then when you save that money, then you can put it back into your balance and pay that balance down even faster. So those are some strategies. You know, I say be thoughtful about using credit. So if you do need to make a purchase, you know, something necessary, like we've been talking about the dental visit, the car, the car repair, yeah. going to the vet, you know, buying new eyeglasses, those, those are kind of like the necessary things in life that we should not be delaying. If you do need to finance those purchases, be really smart about it. You know, if you've got a high, high rate credit card, maybe you don't want to put it on the credit card. Um, at Sunbit, we're offering uh, a different option. We're offering more flexibility, lower interest rates, no fees, uh, which can make it an ex excellent way 
to finance life's purchases. I don't recommend using buy now, pay later for luxuries. You know, it's not right for a vacation or, you know, a luxury item. Um, but I think that if you can be smart in using credit for your uh, very necessary purchases, it can save you money in the long run and definitely help your quality of life. Well, I can understand, you know, for necessary purchases, but it seems that, you know, buy now, pay later just seems like a really bad idea right now when prices are continuing to rise. You know, what happens if you pay the price now for something and then later when you go to pay it off, the price has come down on those things? Yeah, it really depends on what, you know, what we're talking about. I think if you've got uh, a purchase um, that you're thinking about, like, you know, dental work or new eyeglasses, you know, if you delay it, the, the price the price could go up. You know, it, it could be higher down the road, just depending on True. what the item is. So the idea is, okay, if I do have a necessary purchase, how can I make it cost as little as possible today so I can get my car fixed, get back on the road, you know, get to work, um, get something fixed at home that is a, a, a nagging problem. You know, these are all the, the types of purchases that I think are appropriate for a buy now, pay later option. And that's what, you know, being wise with your credit is really all about, just considering a more affordable option. Um, and I think a lot of people don't know that buy now, pay later exists or don't really understand how it works. And they're all a little different. Um, in the, the Sunbit survey, I mentioned 69% of the respondents said they were interested in using buy now, pay later for necessary services. How does but buy the problem now- is I think a lot of... Uh, how does buy now? I was going to say a lot later. of them don't know it, that it exists. Yeah, how do, how does it work so, compared to uh, in-store financing, credit cards, other forms of um, delayed payment? Yeah. So with the Sunbit um, option, what happens is you apply for credit at the point of purchase. And you get basically an instant uh, either approval or denial. And about 90% of applicants do get approved. So there's a very high rate of folks who are going to instantly get approved for financing. And that allows you to choose your repayment term. So you get to have a say in what that repayment term is. And it is going to be... Uh, a lower interest rate than many other options, especially using a high-rate credit card. So the idea is compare your options. Look at everything that's available to you when you're making a big purchase. And, you know, being being open and, and thinking about uh, all of those options is really the only thing that we can do as consumers to be proactive and, and make sure that we um, are being smart and paying as little as possible when we're making a big purchase. So that's how it works, and it it basically is offering um, a transparent option for necessary purchases. So that's, again, Sunbed is only available in um, for services that you would need, like a car repair or health care. And, you know, we find that a lot of people need those right away. They do not want to delay those purchases. Uh, and we find that in a lot of cases, delaying them can only 
end up being worse. You know, delaying a dental need can end up uh, really hurting you in the long run and make it cost more to get something fixed that really should have been addressed sooner rather than later. Now, how was it that that Sunbit um, connected with Harris to do this uh, to do this poll, and and what is Sunbit exactly? Right. So Sunbit is a buy now, pay later option that um, allows folks to pay for life's necessary purchases. They're available at thirteen thousand different outlets in locations across the country. And we were very interested in finding out how people are dealing with purchases right now, both the wants and the needs. And so we had Harris conduct this recent survey uh, to really expose what folks are, are thinking and feeling right now. And, you know, a lot of it is what we expected. We certainly expected that people would be cutting back. I think what we did not expect was to see 67% say they are delaying necessary purchases. Um, to me, that really shows that folks are, are, are hurting right now and looking for options um, you know, to make purchases more affordable, um, especially those that are necessary, like the ones we've been talking about. Um, going without your car, going without health care, um, I don't think is a, is a wise option for consumers. So if you do need to, to finance a big purchase, um, the idea is to just make it cost as little as possible and be thoughtful about using credit, especially right now in a rising interest rate environment. What's likely to happen um, with uh, interest rates and the, um, and the rate of inflation? Yeah, I do think that you know, we've seen a little bit of a peak uh, with with interest rates, uh, especially with mortgage rates right now. Um, you know, we may have hit a peak. Um, you know, I don't think they're likely to fall to pre-pandemic levels anytime soon. Um, but hopefully interest rates will ease a bit. Um, and as far as inflation goes, I do think we're going to see a slow decline in April. We did see just a little bit of a decrease from March. We were at 8.5% uh, inflation in March, and we came down just a bit to 8.3% in April. I think we're likely to see that continue to come down slowly. It's not going to happen fast enough for consumers. Um, but it, it will also depend on the industry. You know, for instance, I think we're going to continue to see real estate and construction prices are, are going to stay high um, until we've got supply chain issues ironed out. Uh, and a lot of markets, we've just seen incredible price appreciation in real estate. I don't think that's going to come down significantly, but I do think as interest rates rise, we're going to see a gradual cooling off in most markets in the U.S. So, you know, maybe that means by the end of next year, we may see some significant improvements. Why hasn't the um, use of, of oil from the uh, Strategic Petroleum Reserve had more of an impact on bringing gas prices down? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I do think that gas is one of those areas that it, it's very separate from all other markets that we're dealing with. Um, and I do think 
the issues going on right now, just globally, what we're seeing uh, in Ukraine, all of those fears around gas, petroleum have really shaken up markets. So I, I think that a lot of, of what we're seeing really has to do with kind of a fear of scarcity. Um, folks feeling like they're uncertain. They don't know what the future holds um, in the industry. And I think that's keeping prices a bit higher than they should be right now. Is there any um, any influence on keeping gas prices high by elements in the in the automotive industry that are investing in in battery and in uh, electric cars um, because it seems to me that once gas hit almost five dollars a gallon I started seeing ads and news reports about charging stations being built and, and installed in places uh, around the country well, there's no doubt that the electric vehicle market um, is trying to step up, you know, and I think we're a bit behind uh, where we should be with charging stations and, and just EV alternatives. Um, but it buys them some time. Market. It buys them some time yeah. if gas prices stay high. It, this is true. This is true. Um, you know, and it's it's a very interesting industry. Um, and when I was in California on the West Coast, there were lots and lots of incentives um, to buy electric vehicles, both on the state level and the federal level. Um, and they were, you know, really encouraging electric vehicle uh, purchases. And, you know, that's not something that we're seeing uh, in, in other parts of the country. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they're um, specifically, you know, pressuring gas prices up. Um, but I think we do know that, that there needs to be more solutions. Consumers are going to need more choices. Um, and if they can buy an electric vehicle and it can, you know, suit their needs, if they uh, don't need a gas-powered vehicle, you know, fantastic. It's certainly not going to be for every family uh, or every driver out there. Um, but, you know, it should take some pressure off of that demand. Why hasn't um, outrageous oil prices, and it happens every now and then, they go up for a while and then, you know, they go down for a while and then they go back up. But why hasn't that um, that roller coaster ride with uh, gas production and uh, oil prices had an influence on uh, building up mass transportation in the U.S.? What? What is it about the U.S. that's just so anti-mass transportation? Yeah, I love that question. I wish I knew the answer to it, really, um, because you're onto something there. Because it seems uh, like we should we be able to skip the electric vehicle and autonomous vehicle stage and go right to high-speed rail. Yeah, you know, it would be a, a fantastic thing for this country to really take mass transit seriously. Um, you know, I know where I am down in Florida, they're, they're working on it. There is a, a, a train coming in that will go from Orlando to Miami. Um, they're working on it. It's just taking forever. You know, it's just not happening as fast as we would like. Um, and I agree. I think if there were more transportation options, 
Americans maybe wouldn't need a car. You know, we would have more more options locally and could could get away with um, not having to own multiple vehicles per family. Um, but yeah, it seems to be taking a lot longer than it should. What are the things that you think are going to be trending going forward? Um, what what kinds of things will do well? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I mean, I think um, I think looking at everything that is done well through the pandemic is something that's going to continue. I think a lot of the habits that were formed, like working from home, um, you know, telehealth, all of these kind of workarounds that we had during the pandemic, I think they're going to continue. Um, so, you know, kind of making sure that we've got the infrastructure in place to do more, you know, live our lives in a more remote way. Um, all of those technologies are going to do, they've been doing well, and I think they're going to continue to do well. So we're going to continue to get bombarded with streaming options and um, Zoom opportunities and uh, grocery delivery, all of these things that kind of evolved during the pandemic? Exactly. I think whether you like it or not, those have become almost like habits for us. And I don't think we're going to return to a pre-pandemic level when it comes to folks going into the office, you know, on a daily basis for, you know, certainly there will always be those, uh, those workers that do need to go in uh, consistently. But most of the people I know are still working at home or maybe going into the office one or two days a week and, you know, have really kept a consistent lifestyle uh, as they had during the pandemic. Is that going to have an impact on, um, uh, on, on downtown areas in cities and, and office parks and those kinds of places that we're going to see less need for commercial real estate? Yeah, we, we're already seeing it. So, you know, if you own commercial real estate, you need to get creative about how to use it. Um, it's definitely uh, definitely a concern for a lot of folks that are, are in that business. I do think we'll, we'll need to use those buildings in different and new ways uh, as more people just kind of get resigned to working from home. And maybe it's good in terms of cost cutting, you know, for some companies that will save them money to make them more profitable. Well, this is great having uh, Laura Adams, author and host of the Money Girl podcast, visit us here on the Tom Sumner program. And Laura, I really appreciate you spending this time with me and the listeners this morning. Um, one thing I always like to do with guests is give them an opportunity to let listeners know where they can find out more about what we've been talking about and more about you and your work, past, present, and future. Do you have a website you'd like to share? Absolutely. I would love for folks to visit sunbit.com, S-U-N-B-I-T.com. That's where they can learn more about affordable financing options for purchases that matter most. And if folks want to connect with me, they can find me on the Money Girl podcast, available in just about every podcast app out there. And and when do you post? How how often do you put up uh, episodes? Every week. I've been podcasting weekly since 2007. Wow. 
Well, good for you, and thank you for spending this time with me and the listeners this morning and sharing your expertise. Um, and, and by all means, keep up the good work. Tom, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care. Once again, that was um, Laura Adams. She is an author and host of the Money Girl podcast. She is uh, thought of as one of the nation's leading finance, insurance, and small business authorities. Um, she, I mentioned she's an author. She's an award-winning author, spokesperson, and again, host of the top-rated Money Girl podcast. Um, and uh, with that, we'll take a short break, and we'll have more of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead. <music> This is Joe By from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans, and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work, and I want to be able to move around. It's a visit with Michelle's mom, the hugger, and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Rangers Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people, and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. Hello. Speaking. Oh, dear. Honey, our car warranty is expiring again. So soon? It just expired last week. You don't even own a car! Not now, Dana. Your father's on the phone. Hey! Mom and Dad, you're being scammed. It's a robocall. Scammers are using new technology and clever tactics to make more and more calls that look legitimate but are hard to trace. They can make it look like they're calling from any number, 
even from numbers of people you know. My robocall crackdown team is working with state and federal partners to stop the robocalls for good, but I need your guys' help. Don't trust your caller ID. Verify you're really talking to the person whose number appears when your phone rings. If you accidentally answer a robocall, hang up right away. Engaging in conversation will only lead to more calls. Use a call blocking app on your cell phone that stops robocalls before they interrupt your day. And if you do get a robocall, file a complaint with my office online at mi.gov slash robocalls. And mom, dad, please do not give your information out to these scammers over the phone. They're just trying to trick you. Well, at least they call. No, I get it. You're busy. But you know Janine's daughter is a doctor. She calls every week. A doctor. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection. It's 2022, and this year the Tom Sumner Program begins its 14th year. It would not be here without support through the years from individuals and organizations like these. Seth David Radwell. East Village Magazine. Flint Institute of Music. Hello, I'm Maestro Ricky DiMaggio. Flint Community Schools. MTA Flint. Flint Comics and Entertainment. Hamity Complete Food Center. The Flint River Watershed Coalition. W.H. Weiscarver. The Genesee County Road Commission. Lone Museum Auto Fair. Thomas Appliance. The Genesee Health Plan. Flip Flip Technology. My Community College. It's Pure Michigan. Friends on Facebook have also helped by contributing to the show's online fundraisers two or three times a year. If you would like to help the Tom Sumner program continue to thrive by becoming a sponsor, send an email of interest to Tom at TomSumnerProgram.com. Add your name to the list of supporters, past, present, and future. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology, engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. Hey, this is First Ward City Councilman Eric Mays, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. I wanted to get some new girlfriends So I went and bought a Mercedes Benz, a waste of money. Eight thousand bucks down the drain. I thought the girls would get wild and reckless, so I bought cultured pearls and a diamond necklace, a waste of money. That cost me four thousand more They were returned I got no girls they repossessed Both the car and the pearls I styled my hair just like Cary Grant's 
bought a pair of those new tight pants, a waste of money. Household finance took my pants. <laughs> The female gender, I just don't get it. Just when I'm out of both cash and credit, I found a honey. And this is what's funny. She don't need my money. She works for household finance. <laughs> This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. You can help yourself 
marching in. Go marching in. When the devil is you're rising. trying to do a radio show down here. It's a Tom Sumner program, don't you know? Go on. Go on, get out of here. It's time for the-